0: One of the hardest things about grief is it makes us feel like we're so alone. I remember when I lost my husband, I kept thinking if somebody could just understand what I'm going through, if somebody could feel the pain the way I feel the pain, maybe the pain wouldn't hurt as bad. Welcome to the Becoming Fluent in Grief podcast. I am your host, Stacey Sanchez, and I am so glad you are here. Grief. Have you ever been in a place like grief? It's almost as if you stepped off into a foreign country. You look around, nothing looks familiar, you have no way to express what you're feeling in your heart in a way that other people can understand. Everything seems different, nothing seems the same, and yet here you are. Grief. How do we walk out this journey of grief and do it well? I think it takes becoming fluent in the language of grief. And that's what this podcast is all about. I don't have all the answers, but I have walked the journey of grief and I hope that together, as we share an honest conversation, as we dig deep into grief to mind the treasures that are tucked into this season of life, that we can find the tools that we need to become fluent so that we can not only live this journey out, but that we can live it out well. All right, let's get to it. Welcome to the very first episode of Becoming Fluent in Grief. When we think of becoming fluent, we usually think of being fluent in a language, right? Being able to be fluent to speak in Spanish or fluent in Italian or fluent in German and to be fluent simply means that we can use the language in an effective way to communicate what it is we're trying to say, that we can read billboards, we can read a menu, we can ask for directions. It's something that starts to become natural to us. We don't have to stop and think about, now, what is the word for this? And how do I say that again? And, oh, what is it when I want to say this? What word do I use? It's Just fluent. It becomes natural, it becomes part of who we are. We can think in that language and speak in that language and communicate in that language naturally as if it were our first language. That is what it means to be fluent. So how does that tie in with being fluent in grief? I believe just like learning any kind of new language, grief is something we have to learn. We have to step out into, we have to get messy with it. We have to be willing to be vulnerable and sometimes embarrassed by it as we are learning to become fluent in it. And not all of us want to do that, right? Because first of all, none of us ever want to be in a place where we need to be fluent in grief. Grief is not something that is natural to us, although it is a natural part of this world. It seems anything but natural. When we lose someone we love, when someone can be here in our life, very much a part of our life, and then the next minute they're gone, it's not natural. It doesn't feel right. We don't know what to do with it. And so when we find ourselves in grief, it's as though we've stepped into a brand new world. It is as though we went to another country and we were not prepared. We don't know the language. We don't know the culture. There we are and we're trying to read billboards. We're trying to read the menu. We're trying to find our way through. But nothing is familiar. And harder than that, we can't communicate with anyone to have them help us or to explain to them what our deepest needs are or what our basic needs are for that matter. We feel helpless. We feel Uh, threatened we feel afraid we feel like we don't want to be here but we are it's not a place we can leave from so how can we get to the place where we can be fluent in grief i think the first step is simply facing grief head on When I stepped into grief back in 2016, when I suddenly lost my husband to a heart attack, I dove headfirst into grief. I remember my mother telling me, you just need to keep going. Just move on. Go back to your normal life. Keep going. You just got to work through it. Act like nothing happened. Just keep going. And that was, I think, what worked for her. But knowing me, I knew that wasn't going to work for me. And it wasn't that I wanted to get deep and dirty and messy with grief. It was that really I had no choice. It was just the way I needed to process it. And I learned that while grief is a horrible place to be, it can also be a beautiful place. Why it's not a place we would choose to be at and and we wish for anything that we weren't there, we can also discover ourselves in this place in ways we can't anywhere else. I guess what I'm saying is there is blessing mixed in. There is treasure mixed in. There is good to be found in this place if we're willing to do it. It's just like we're in that country, right? There's good there in that country. There's blessing there. There's beautiful things there. But in order for us to really enjoy this new country, this new place where we are, We've got to be fluent. We have to learn to speak the language of grief. So how do we do that? Like I kind of alluded to before, it's, it's what we're doing right now. We're talking about it. We're being real with it. We're meeting it face to face and head on. I don't know what your story is. And I know that grief hits all of us differently. But I also know that it hits all of us in the same way, too. We're all so uniquely different, but we are all so uniquely the same. But I think one of the hardest things about grief is it makes us feel like we're so alone. I remember when I lost my husband, I kept thinking if somebody could just understand what I'm going through, if somebody could feel the pain the way I feel the pain maybe the pain wouldn't hurt as bad. Now, my mom had lost my dad um, 14 years or so before. And so she had an idea. But my sisters, of course, they still had their husbands. And most of the people in my circle still had their husbands. And so hardly anybody that I knew in a really close place in my inner circle were at the same place I was. I was a widow They weren't. They wanted desperately to help me, but they couldn't. They knew it and I knew it and it hurt. It hurt. They weren't fluent in the language of grief. I wasn't fluent in the language of grief. And it caused this area of space in between us, even in my closest relationships. Not that anybody meant for that to happen. It's just kind of the nature of grief. But I found that as I started talking with other women that had lost their husband, we could bridge that chasm because we both understood it to a certain degree. Nobody's grief is the same, but it was more similar. They were in that grief place. They were a little bit more fluent than people who hadn't lost anybody. And so my first um, suggestion to anybody who is going through a season of grief is to try to push out of the hurt to find at least one person who's in the same place with you. It doesn't take a lot of people, just one. If you can find one person that's in the same place and you can be willing to open up your heart to that person, that's when you start to learn the language of grief, right? You start to get to know the consonants and the vowels and and get to get your feet a little bit wet with it as you start to open up your heart and talk to that person about grief. We all have a different story, we all have a different hurt. We all handle grief differently. But I guarantee you, if you are willing to look for somebody, you will find somebody who won't exactly understand the way you feel, but will be able to say, "Mm Mm-hmm, me too. Or, wow, yes, I know, that's exactly what I felt. Not in every situation, not in everything, but in a lot of it. I know when I lost my husband, I started writing about it. I was writing prior to, uh, to losing him. I had a blog called Heart Prince of God, and I was writing about where I would see God working in my life. And when I lost my husband, my natural tendency was just to write about finding God there as well. And of course he was, he was around every corner, uh, there to catch every tear. He was there the entire journey, he still is, right? Thank God he never leaves us, he never forsakes us. He's always there. But I started writing about my grief journey and then I started posting about it online. And I found my people, I found my tribe, and it surprised me how words that I put on paper that to me didn't seem like it would resonate with anybody, that nobody would understand it, people did, because again, we were in the same place. So I know that I know that I know there are people out there who can understand and relate to your story. If you lost a husband... Maybe try to find somebody who's lost the same significant other in their life. If you've lost a child, maybe try to find somebody who also has lost a child. If you've lost a sibling, you know, a parent, it's one thing to talk death and loss with somebody, but if you can find somebody who's lost the same type of person from the same kind of relationship, that's even better. So here, we're just going to talk general, because I know the people who have found their way here, all each and every one of you have a different story, a different background, a different loss, but there's somebody out there, I guarantee you. So today, on this very, very first episode of this podcast, I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to start seeking out somebody that you can share with. I guarantee you, that's the first step and becoming fluent in the language of grief. Before I go, I just want to encourage you, if this episode has been helpful to you in any way, please, please share it. There are so many people out there who are walking through grief and if anything that is said here can encourage them or help them or strengthen them, then that would bless my heart no end. And also, if you would do me a favor and if you would subscribe to my podcast and also if you feel so led leave a review this is one way that the podcast will move up and more people will be able to find it when they search for something on grief so important those reviews and those likes those shares those comments, those subscribing. So if you can please do that for me, I would truly appreciate it. And then I just wanna let you know that I have a couple of resources that you might find helpful in your own walk through grief, or if you know somebody who's going through grief. I've written two books. One is called, If Only I Could, and the other is called, You'll Be Fine, Beautiful, You've Got God. These are not how-to books. They are simply my walk through grief. They are the raw, honest, uh, yeah, just the raw, honest journey through grief, but they're full of encouragement. They're full of the ways that God met me in these places. They're just full of hope as well as being transparent and authentic and real. If you are interested in either of those, look in the show notes to this episode and you will find links to both of the books there where then you can find more information or you can purchase them there. I am looking so forward to this journey with you because I do believe that as we talk about grief, as we are willing to embrace our grief, that we can become fluent in grief. All right, we'll see you next time.